Tim, when you scrub the inside of your porthole, do you find that it likes to stay kind of misty? Yes. You okay. have to uh, immediately dry the glass right afterwards. They have creams for that, you know. If they do, but it's going to taint the fruit. Yahoo! Misa name Jaja Binks. My the most famous gangan in all of the Naboo. Used to re-listen to the Three Sheets to the Mouse podcast. It's the biggest bombad podcast in all of the galaxy. Mine thinks keep you so younglings away from it. This guy's no good. Just like in the prequels. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 123 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. We are four average guys with love for all things Disney. I'm Scott, and joining me on this week's show are three stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herders. Adam. Who are you calling a nerf herder? Mikey. I'm only scruffy above the waist. And Tim. I think I've got a bad hyperdrive motivator. <laughs> well, they've got a cream for that. Wait, it's they also have a cream for Mikey being scruffy only above the waist. How are we letting that one go? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't know if you're you talking wanna... about nair. Yeah, I don't know if you nair that. It's above called the something. Waist, the, the guy version is called something else, I think. Dude, it has to be called dude. Everything from guy <laughs> is called dude. Yeah. <laughs> so it's dude, dude. Yeah. Nair for me. We're here to talk to you about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, grab a fuzzy tauntaun, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets to the mouse. I just explained my tauntauns aren't fuzzy. (laughs) I bet they are. (laughs) It's a veritable forest down there. (laughs) It's the forest moon of Endor. Do you know what the internal temperature of a tauntaun is? Too much. (laughs) This garage right now? Lukewarm. <laughs> Tip your waitresses, uh, folks. Yeah, we'll be here all night. <laughs> well, for for the next couple hours, we will. Uh, so to enjoy the next couple of hours with you guys, uh, we have some drinks. What are you drinking tonight, Tim? Wait, did you just say you had a drink to enjoy the next couple of hours with us, guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's no <laughs> secret that I have to. <laughs> How do you think I get through these nights? Wow. I've got a Trogue's Man. Sunshine Pills. Pilsner. Let the sun shine. You're on your own, Scott. The sunshine. Maybe you're not. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I I knew I could count on (laughs) Adam. I guess I'm the only one that's not crazy. Oh yeah. Come on. Okay. Okay. This is the sunshine of the age of Aquarius. How is that? Hoppy? Not really. Cozy. Pilsy. Pip- Pilsy. <laughs> How's the snur? How's the, has it got a, a strong snur flavor? Actually, it doesn't because it's just pills. So there's no oh. there's no nur, just pills. There's no oh, nur. There's no so nur. well, you know why? Because they don't have a nur herder. Yeah, it tastes like <laughs> the, pills. The, the to get all the nurs together. 
Nice. Kind of um, kind of a perfect summer beer. You know, I I tend to like lagers and pilsners in the summertime. I, I again, I just I'm not a big fan of hoppy beers. Like this weekend, we went over to Miller's Ale House. Um, Todd puts on a good show, by the way. Um, I had this uh, what was it? Terrapins Pog Juice IPA. It's I, not I'm not a big fan of I think I've had that. I don't think it. I liked it. Yeah. It's it's it was not terrible. It, it's better than the Boston beer that Boston twenty six point two, which tastes like fucking sweat. It, it just it, I couldn't like Hanalei. You can taste the pog juice. You can taste the fruitiness to it, and there's still a little bit of hops to it. This was just more hops, and there was no fruit flavor to it. There's no pogness to it. Mediocre. Maybe you should not, have not, added not your very own pog. I probably should have. Uh, Andrea's Andrea had a uh, new Belgium uh, fat tire. That was oh, great. I, I love fat tire. Well, yeah, it's that's, always that's an old stamp eye. I know. Yeah, it is. That's campfire by the White River trout fishing beer is what that is. It's really good. Yeah. That's just your go-to wish, barbecue beer. I mm-hmm. wish I would have gotten that. Well, thing is, though, you always try to find... I like to try something new. The next, the next Hanalei, you know, and, and I can't get that here in Arkansas. And I have tried every possible pineapple, orange, citrus flavored IPA that my local stores carry, and none of them are Hanalei. Truth be told, I'm really looking to find. I, I want to find Hawks Grog Ale, uh, which is made by Terrapin. And it's just it's just nowhere to be found. I think I'm pretty that's, sure that's an exclusive. That's the green shit. Yeah, the green beer. That's the green shit. It's really nope. good. Nope. Beer it's really not good. Be green. Nope. Adam? Adam. Adam knows. You know, it, nope. it, it makes your poop funny colors. It does. Nope. You gotta and try. Gimmicky. Tiffany blue. Nope. If you have to add color Tiffany to a blue. beer to get people to drink it, you shouldn't <laughs> be making Tiffany blue beer. What's really period. funny on the toilet paper, man? What if it was really good, Adam, and you liked it? Then you should not have to add food coloring to it because what beer ferments green? Uh, Maybe. This well, it one. depends on how long you <laughs> ferment it. It's not beer anymore if it's fermented that long. <laughs> I want a beer you can drink with a fork. I don't think that's how beer works, no. sir. Mm-mm. No. Nope. Pass. It's really good. I'll take your word for it. I have no desire to drink green beer. I know you have no desire to, but you should try it once. Nope. You want to split one in September? Maybe. Get one and then and then have him take a sip and and video his reaction because I want to see it. Well, I don't want to make it a thing. No, because then I'd have to spit it out. Well, it's going to be a thing now. (laughs) (laughs) I know it is. I see where your head's at, Adam. (laughs) It's either that or I'd have to have like a whole bunch of like between now and BSB. Fifty sheeters are going to go now and get the green beer and video themselves drinking it. So. Yeah, well, I can also see myself like taking a whole bunch of green jelly beans and shoving that in my mouth and claiming that it made my lips green. <laughs> so. oh, oh, what was the uh, the fruit by the foots? They used to come in that like teal green color. Yes. Yeah, get get a bunch of those. I know, I gushers, gushers. No, I loved gushers, gushers back in the day. No. No? How was that zebra stripe gum any good? Like, why did we always love getting that I shit? Don't it tasted know. like nothing. Well, it tasted, no, good, it tasted, no, it tasted good really for like good minutes. for like the first second. And then it yeah. was like chewing rubber. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But God, everybody for about 25 seconds. And yeah, then fruit stripe. It was like, I 
that's the that's what I want. I want the fruit stripe gum. I want the, the gum with the stripes on it. And that and Major League Chew. Oh yeah, Major Chew oh, yeah, ran yeah, out yeah. of flavor. It was a Wink. contest to see how much of the crap you can <laughs> shove in your mouth. All of it. <laughs> oh, oh, bubble tape too. Bubble tape ran out real quick. I don't think I ever ate bubble tape. Oh, we used to do bubble tape. It was, tape it was supposed games. to be three feet, a three foot long gum stick. I think is what it was. Three feet of bubble gum for you, not them. Yep. Well, I'm I'm old school. I remember the five cent bazookas. Oh yeah, with the comic, comic strip in them. Inside. Bazooka Joe. They were rock hard to start. Yeah. Uh huh. You had to like put them in your mouth on them before and, you could chew them and let them get <laughs> soft yeah. a little bit, <laughs> and then start you chewing. To, you had to pre-moisten them before you actually started chewing them. And, uh, I remember chiclets. Uh, hubba Bubba and Bubblicious. I remember digging in the couch cushions every weekend, um, and finding all the pocket change and going up to the local video mart to rent these new things called Nintendo games. And they also had the candy thing, uh, and like uh, my favorite was always a purple zot. What? A purple zot. That was a purple zot. I was. You never had a zot? No. It's like this weird, bitter, crunchy candy that has like this pus inside of it. And when you get into it, it's almost like a carbonated... I've had these, but they were called something out. It was like a hard candy. Yeah. And then in the middle, there was this white powder because, you know, I couldn't just eat anything. I had to cut it open before I figured out. Oh, I, I don't do that. But there was a white powder inside it, and then it just fizzed everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like them Pop Rocks, but it... It fizzed. But it, it, but it, it had like a... Uh, like a gel around it or something, and once you cracked into it, it started off this chemical reaction in your mouth, and it was just like the craziest thing. And they were always purple. There's a purple zot. It's great. Still get them. I'm going to find some and bring them to BSB. <laughs> getting a box Are of you, zots. It's a good thing you're not flying. That's all I'm saying. Right now. Oh, I'll get rid of them before I come home. I'm flying <laughs> home, but yeah. They all may right, not so, make the drive. So, Mikey, what are you drinking besides purple zots? Oh, I am drinking. I'm drinking something I didn't know I had. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Surprise! Supplies booze. That's always, some, that's always the best. Isn't it? You know, when when the booze fairy comes to visit, and, and you go out and... Is it, is and it, like, the, is it like the Easter... The, wait. The booze bunny. The booze bunny, yeah. Um, you go well, out and, and the booze... It also comes when you lose a tooth, but as an adult. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Um... You go and you pick up a bunch of stuff to get you through the weekend while the booze bunny is visiting, and it just you you clean your garage one day and you go to throw an empty cardboard box away and you're like, oh, something's in here. What's this? You pull it out and you go, oh, it's Old Forester Single Barrel. Oh, only oh, Old it, Forester Single Barrel, which is really available across the United States. It's a store pick. Uh, huh. You want to talk about rare to hmm. find those? Well, I mean, I. <laughs> In your garage? I don't know. Maybe the booze bunny left it for me like he hides Easter eggs. He hid a bottle. Maybe drunk Mikey hid it. He's like, oh, I'm going to save this for when I need emergency booze. You know what? And this may have may have meant to cross state lines. And it just didn't make the trip. I can't I can't say. So I'm having some old Forester single barrel that was from uh, floor five of Warehouse H. Oh, nice. Store pick. It is. It is nice. Uh, very, very peppery. I mean, it's 90 proof. So I would expect that, but uh, very peppery, but still. Mikey, nice. ninety proof is weak shit tonight. Uh, Tim's drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. That's that's as weak as it gets. That's true. That's like ten proof. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like water. I can, 
Hey, it's my water challenge. There, <laughs> there you go. go. <laughs> my water challenge. Ma feed. Make sure you log that on the plant, Nanny. Yeah, feed your plant. <laughs> Fucking two more bottles of water to go tonight. If you feed your plant booze, what happens? Uh, Adam, what do you get tonight? I broke down and I brought the Roku gin. Oh, boy. Not a fan. No? Is that like Apple TV? You know what? I gotta say, so we, uh, when you guys were over here over the holiday weekend, uh, we tried Nika from the Barrel. Uh, which is, Nika from the Barrel is supposed to be, what was that, 2018's Whiskey of the Year? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was fine. It was definitely not what I would call Whiskey of the Year. No. But this, I mean, Jack, you can tell Japanese they spend is... their time with the whiskey. They, this is just, I mean, it's it's unbalanced and it's really it's bitter. And this is from Centauri too. Yeah, it's very bitter. Mm. Not as good as the gunpowder gin. No, not as good as the gunpowder gin, and really nowhere close to the Midsummer's whatever the hell it is from Hendrix. Oh yeah, that that's pur really the good. purple bottle. It, yeah, it's really tasty. But or the botanist with the uh, I'm having I mean I made it just it's it's how would it taste with cranberry sprite don't drink cranberry sprite so I could not <laughs> what? tell is you is cranberry sprite a thing <laughs> well yeah, cranberry 7 up I'm sorry cranberry, cranberry 7, 7 up, up comes Mikey, out around Christmas Mikey had a gin and cranberry 7 up back I on, did I, like, I had a, a cranberry a, a spritzer thing it was like episode 90 something I don't know. I was I was I was publicly flogged by Adam over that. Not yeah. bad. Oh yeah, I now remember. No, because yeah. like diet never seven up. Such a thing. No, it was diet seven up. Yes. No, it was it was cranberry seven up. It was like it was probably you know was I, pink I had up. heard a rumor that diet will get you drunker faster. Mikey, earlier I called your and by earlier I mean like five minutes ago. I called your okay. ninety proof week stuff because tonight I am drinking. I think, I'm pretty sure this is the second highest proof that I have here. Um, it is 131.3. It is Jack Damn. Daniels single barrel, barrel proof. This is all from uh, Rick L19, uh, bottled on 2419. <coughs> so, it, the, I don't normally like Jack Daniels. I really don't. The old number seven, I tried once i will never drink it again it's good to make a steak sauce out of that's about it that's that may be true however Marinade. their single barrel series uh the single barrel rye the single barrel select and the single barrel barrel proof are downright phenomenal these are excellent whiskeys i think i've had the select over visiting james good i don't think i'd like it you've had the sinatra Mm -hmm. That's getting into 151 territory where all you're drinking is the alcohol. No, man. This is unbelievably smooth. It, it has a nice peppery flavor to it. It has then, to at that proof level. Right, well, but... The Knob Creek anniversary was 131 proof. Yeah. Knob that Creek, was spicy as... That was it was. It spicy. was hot. It was really hot. But I could drink that over... Uh, foolproof 1792 any day. Full foolproof oh, is only about is disgusting. Yeah, foolproof 1792 is only about four to six years old. These are on average nine years old to ten right. years old. So we're talking, we're getting into the Knob Creek 120 area where you've got an aged whiskey that is mellowed out even at this high proof. I mean, it's 131. That's 65.65 percent. 
It's it's hot, but it tastes like warm banana bread. You can't. You definitely can't use that for your water challenge. <sighs> Why? I've got ice in here. No. It's a big big cube of ice. That's water. That no. that high proof is going to dehydrate you more than an ice cube can Correct. supply. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, but it's really good. I, I highly recommend the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Series, even though I don't recommend anything else Jack Daniels. Except no, except the Sinatra. Sinatra. Yes. I like yeah. the Sinatra. Oh, Sinatra's really dick. good. Right, Mikey? It is. It's very good. I'll finish it one day. Well, you have to eventually. Br- bring it back to BSB and we can finish it. Oh, back on Disney property where it started. That's not enough. There's not enough. <laughs> no, there's Other than like just, like two. They just finish it. Yeah, I got two or three pours. I will. It'll probably be when uh, when we depart the evening before we depart to begin the adventure, the, the road trip the that road will trip be BSB of, for for us. Yeah, because it's um, going to start in Hilton Head and then go to Charleston. As well, it's going to start start in Arkansas to Tennessee to Hilton Head. But yeah, I think I'll have my Uber uh, share it with me. That's quite a convoy. <laughs> yeah. Rubber ducky. Breaker, breaker, one nine. All right. Well, look tonight on uh, the episode, we wanted to uh, we wanted to. Get back to attraction battles, right? The last one we did was it. Uh, it was Jungle Cruise. No, Tower of Te- Tower of Terror. Mm. I think. No, it was Jungle Cruise. I, I think it was Jungle Cruise. Oh yeah, yeah, that. Jungle Cruise. That's right. We did it after that. Wait, I'm sorry. I just have to get this out. You're wrong, <laughs> no, idiot. You're an idiot, well, and you're wrong. I am, and I was wrong. Apparently, it's. <laughs> Um, I remember because Adam and I were again <laughs> we were the uh, <laughs> yeah the adjudicators, I guess. <laughs> Actually, all three of you. All were three of us adjudicators. were. Oh yes, yeah, that's right, that's mm-hmm. right. And you know, we just I'm hoping for a a better sophomore showing from you this time, Scott. Well, uh, I, I I hope so too. So, Mikey, take it away. Oh God, I for, I didn't plan. I, well, I was hoping for a better sophomore appearance Ooh, as well. Oh, shots fired! <laughs> well, you, that, that's that's your prof, your fault for thinking I was going to do anything better than I did last time. You said, "Mikey, take it away," and I was all, <laughs> uh, "Let's see." Okay, so as Scott alluded to during his long-winded intro for this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Star Wars. Um, we're not going to bet you, you. Bet we you, are, you. We're we're going to be. <laughs> Headed to uh, to Star Tours uh, for this attraction battle, or I guess it's called Star Tours: The Adventure Continues. Um, You're such a stupid name. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I'm not even gonna have to do my thing. job. <laughs> okay, right, so how can it continue if it's in the past? <laughs> because if we don't continue our past, we are doomed to forget it. True. Something. How do you continue the past, though? Well, from the back side of Cinderella's castle, if you can find it. Or is it the front side? That's the front now side. Now I'm confused. I don't know. Is the shirt blue or is it black? It's pink. It's gold. 
fuchsia. It is Tiffany Blue. <laughs> Tiffany Blue. <laughs> Robin's yeah. Egg Blue. Robin Egg Blue. <laughs> That's right. It's only Tiffany Blue if it's from Tiffany's. Is he saying Lanny or Yanny? I can't tell. <laughs> yes. Um, originally, you know, uh, it, it, the ride was just simply called Star Tours. And um, at Disney World, it opened up in Hollywood Studios in 1989. But it actually debuted two years before that in Disneyland and was the first attraction based originally on a non-Disney licensed IP. Um, the first incarnation of the ride was in Tomorrowland in Disneyland. It opened up in 87 and it replaced uh, Adventure Through Inner Space, that attraction. Um, the, the ride that uh, became Star Tours actually kind of uh, saw light as something that was proposed back in the late 70s um, as a, an attraction based off of the uh, Disney's movie Black Hole. The Black Hole. And it was planned to be an interactive ride simulator based off that film where guests would have the ability to choose, the, choose your own story kind of thing uh, during, during the ride. And after early planning... Uh, the black hole, the whole concept of black hole attraction was shelved because of the enormous cost, which would have been like 50 million bucks. Never mind is, that the movie was a total flop. I, I was going right. to say 50 million <laughs> is probably the same, the same price that, or the same uh, amount of money that came in from that film. Yeah, that, that movie was that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, so yeah, a, a, and Adam's right. The other reason was the unpopularity of the film. So instead of uh, just completely dismissing the idea, of a, of a simulator, they decided to try to make use um, of this little partnership they had with uh, this odd fella named George uh, that began in 86 with the opening of Captain EO. And they, uh, they said, hey, let's do this, uh, this ride based off of Star Wars. You know, we're going to call it Star Tours. And George Lucas said, well, okay. Or that's my that's my George Lucas impression. It's bad. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, well let's see. Let's see what we can do here. So, uh, with uh, the approval of George Lucas um, to begin this, the Disney Imagineers they bought four large military flight sims uh, at about a half a million each. So we're already up to two million. And they built the ride structure around that. Meanwhile, George Lucas and everybody at ILM worked on the uh, first-person perspective that the uh, the ride uses. So you would be able to see it from inside the cockpit. And uh, they built that, put that all together. And, um, you know, when the, the attraction and the ride were synced, you could actually... Um, use a joystick to manually synchronize the movement before they saved it and sent it off to the computer to actually compile all that. So, anyway, uh, January 9th of 87 in Disneyland, it opened with a final cost of $32 million, which came in cheaper than the black hole. And uh, it was almost twice the... Actually, that is almost twice the cost of the entire park when it was built in 55. Um... It opened up to a whole shitload of people. A lot of them dressed as Star Wars characters uh, because fandom and nerddom knows no uh, no no uh, no decade, I guess. And I think you were able to dress up in costumes back then too, without getting in too much trouble. Really? Yes. 
costumes didn't like really get cracked down on until like the recent was it the advent yeah, of social media? Yeah, terrorism. until until Disney Action. bounding came about. Yeah. Um, to, so to celebrate this, Disneyland stayed open for freaking sixty solid hours. Well, when when Star Tours first opened, the line was okay. Imagine where the MILF Theater is. That's where Disneyland's version is in Disney World. Uh, it actually ran from MILF all the way down to the Main Street Theater when when Star Tours first opened in Disney World. No, no, wait, no, no in Disneyland. 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 Yeah, they got a MILF. That's right. Yeah, they have a MILF. A lot of MILFs in Florida and California. They have a MILF, but um, it's not, no, no, actually, no, they don't have MILF. They don't. They don't no, have much. They don't have MILF. That's a that's a Disney World exclusive. <coughs> yeah. So All the MILFs come to Disney World. That's uh, that's a Scott MILF for you. Instead <laughs> of Scott Math, I knew that was coming. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you had you had sixty hours of uh, Disneyland staying open, which basically just for this one attraction. Um. So, so anyway, that? two glorious days and five glorious nights. That's right. <laughs> it was open for three weeks, according to Scott, man. <laughs> Four so, score uh, and seven. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like I said, two years later, it opens up at Disney World, where they had a line going all the way from Hollywood Studios to Tomorrowland. And George Delft, Washington apparently. was the first rider on his. He flew in from his helicopter, right? That's he right. did. No, no, they had the airports locked down. <laughs> So fast forward to uh, middle of August 2010, Walt Disney World um, decides, uh, hey, we're going to revamp the attraction and change things up a little bit, and they host this thing called The Last Tour to Indoor, and it was a celebration just for uh, Celebration 5 or V attendees. I don't know what that means, Adam. You know what that means? Celebration V? Celebration 5? Is that it a was just the. It was the fifth anniversary of the um, Star Wars people. Oh, the crazy okay. Star Wars people. The really right. crazy, let's, crazy. Let's 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 call them what they are. They're nerds. Hey, okay. I, I take offense to that because I'm a nerd. <laughs> we talk about Disney on a podcast. This is true. Yeah. We're this a bunch true. of nerds. Sorry, <laughs> but we drink while we do it. It's not. Yeah, so we're drunk so nerds. What does makes us cool? <laughs> I'm not like one of those other nerds. I'm the cool nerd. You're a no, Scott. Nerd. You're a Trekkie. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I am. Totally. Okay. I'm, I'm rewatching so. Enterprise as we uh, as we speak. Not, not are like you? Because we're we recording speak. a podcast. You should. I mean, like, that's awesome. That's in real my nice. spare time. I'm rewatching Enterprise. So what? What the last tour to Endor included was uh, George Lucas showed up. A lot of character appearances. You have the Jedi Training Academy training Jedi's in an academy. Uh, they had a thing called Death Star Disco. Yes. And the uh, Bespin Stage Dance Party. Mm-hmm. You had... R- <laughs> Stay with me on this. Raiders of the Lost Jedi Temple of Doom. What? A fan film of epic proportions live show. And I gotta Google that now, because I, I didn't actually... I skimmed this, and now that I've read that, it sounds like some shit that I would come up with. Now no, I, you gotta watch the dance-off. Yeah, the dance parties are great. Well, I know they had the hyperspace hoopla, which I've seen before. That was, yes. That's amazing, too. Sig and Hoopla's hyperspace hoopla. Uh, again, two former cast members at the Adventures Club um, doing the hoopla, which was their end-of-night end of show every night at the Adventures Club. Take it to another level with the hyperspace hoopla's. They're awesome. It's a little weird when 
uh, scantily clad Padme and scantily clad Leia uh, dance together. How's it weird? It just gets Why a little... It's weird when Darth Vader comes out it's and okay. does Michael Jackson. That's it gave weird. it gave Scott a funny feeling in his pants. Oh, it did. It did. It gave me all the Georgia feelings. <laughs> all of this ended much uh, like Scott's night with uh, fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> and a Star Tours shutdown ceremony, which consisted of a live show with C-3PO, R2-D2, Darth Vader, some stormtroopers, and Boba Fett... Shutting down the power to Star Tours officially with a thermal detonator. I thought he was in a pit of a Sarlacc. Nope. Oh, you're forgetting. This is the right that goes back in time. Yep. Oh, in time. And hey, and hang on. We'll get to that during around our discussion. Time. Star Speeder is a TARDIS. So, uh, you know, the ride was actually still open after the shutdown ceremony for a couple days because it held its final flight to Endor for uh, D23. Members, and then when it reopened, we had Star Tours. The adventure continues with no linear uh, cohesion at, at all, all anymore because because it's all you know it's a random chunk of randomness of, uh, of, of yeah, and and it got even worse when the Last Jedi and everything came out because they decided to go hey let's do stuff from. A long time ago, and let's do something from far, far away and put them all together. <laughs> and, you know, characters who are dead, and, like really dead, like shown their death on the screen, are magically brought back to life. Well, in it, we'll get to it when we talk about the ride. I'm, I'm loving this because I'm not going to have to do my job at all. <laughs> And and that's that's my that's my intro. So, as uh, the um, newly appointed moderator for this, and by newly appointed, I mean Scott said, Mikey, you go. I uh, am going to say Scott has the um, uh, defense opportunity to defend Star Tours as being a valid attraction in its current form, staying uh, where it's located and giving everybody the, the joys that um, they've come to uh, experience over the past decades. Whereas Tim has the difficult task of outlining uh, why Boba Fett should come back with a thermal detonator. And, a real and by come time. back, I mean like out of the Sarlacc pick for like the third, fourth, fifth, I don't know how many times. I don't, I don't know. Fucking Phasma fell into some lava and she's still walking down the road. His well, Phasma's death was, and she's still leading the march. She wasn't on screen either. So you see her fall, but you don't Into see her body. Into a pit of fire. She has that badass, you know, that. fucking cop. But that's that thing, too, leather. that march. Yeah, outfit. made of metal, because, you know, what fire and metal do, do they uh, get hot. How do you know it's, that metal was? What if she, she has special conducted? shields? It How do you won't know that fix metal? the I mean, temperature. They shoot lasers at each other, and the... Obviously, just makes a little mark, so it can obviously handle high heat. Mikey, if, if there's one yeah, thing I've still, learned about she's still watching... pining over the death of Jamie Lannister, so. <laughs> if no, there's no, one no, thing she wrote I, it in the book. I, what? <laughs> I was going to say, if there's one thing I've learned about Star Wars, it's just forget the science. There is nothing. Oh, because Star Trek is right up there with the science all the time. They have real techno babble. 
babble is the keyword. Have you, by the way, have you ever have you guys ever watched a behind the scenes uh, thing where the like they show the script and it's, it literally says like blah 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 insert techno babble here. Yeah. I've honestly never even watched it in front of the scenes. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Star Trek. I'm not as like a crazy fan about it as Star Wars, but Star yeah, Trek like what Star Trek died for me when uh, Ant- Anton Yelchin passed away. So nothing, nobody, fine. I, he I, played Chekhov yeah, in the I know, new movie. I know, I know he did, but I was like, why did? Why, why was that the, like, I the don't breaking understand point? Why the end, that's the end point? I don't know. I think that was the last episode I saw was the last one he was on. <laughs> I say episode, I mean film, I guess, because you know it's a long episode. It's like Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I mean. Look. Doctor Who doesn't have long episodes. I know. I meant to say <laughs> Sherlock. They're all the same. <laughs> they're fucking British the people. <laughs> British people are all the same. <laughs> they all look alike. They do, and none of them can say thee, thou, and thus. It's fee, fow, and foe, and fum. <laughs> they're all from Flea Bottom. <laughs> Looking at you, Ben Madden. Only if you're from East London. Yeah, East Flea London, bottom. Flea Bottom, same thing. Right? Sure. All right, so look, uh, there's a reason why I didn't sh- say fucking go. Oh, oh, where's your gavel? Where's your gavel? I, yeah, I'm about to contempt somebody. <laughs> I'm looking I, for Marsha Warfield right now to haul your ass. <laughs> Nothing. Night is, court. Okay. Is that bull? God, this yeah, is gonna be I a laughed. long episode. I laughed. Is that, okay. I was gonna say, is that bull? No, no, no. no. Marsha Warfield, man. I, I like bull, but Marsha, 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 Marsha. Big girl. Oh, okay. I I just remember Bull. John Larroquette. Marky Post. Yes. John Larroquette recently passed away. No, no, no. Harry did. I think everybody's oh, dead. Right. So yeah, this Harry is the did. worst right. conversation to have with me. <laughs> well, <laughs> just Betty White's not. Oh, yeah, that's Ed. <laughs> yeah. By the time this airs, she could be. Hey, hey look, it's a Star Wars episode, and we didn't derail the Star Wars. We derailed the Night Court. Because <laughs> <laughs> this makes sense. <laughs> We've also talked about Sherlock. And Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Well, Doctor Who, at least it's in space. Star Trek. <laughs> and, and Star Trek. Yeah. Again, space. I can I can kind of see those com- like links. Dumbo Circus. Uh, well, that wasn't me. So, uh, <laughs> we, we, will, we will begin with opening testimony from the defense. Prove your... Innocence. All right. Well, look. <laughs> Heathen. <laughs> Prove my innocence. It's only beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, do I look reasonable to you? <laughs> <laughs> you, you are definitely not that. reasonably prudent. Is 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 this how is this what it's like in a courtroom I've never been? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> it's more like Montel. You've been there. I've been <laughs> to Montel, and I was on men are from Mars, women are from Venus, opposite the very. Pitted Sybil Sybil Shepherd. She looks like Edward James almost in the face. <laughs> um, so, so a lot of Bondo. There's a reason why we need to keep Star Star Tours. Star Tours. It, it's not just a thrilling simulator ride. I mean, it, even today, the simulators that they use in Star Tours are still military grade. They're still in use today, and they're still being made today in the same model. You, if you. If you go behind the scenes and you look at the tech of this, this thing is still high-tech 32 years later. It is still a top-of-the-line flight simulator. Um, 
the best part about Star Tours is, and I and I think this is what makes Star Tours great, is walking through that queue. That queue is basically a veritable seek and find of Easter eggs, Star Tours trivia, uh, Disney Disney history. I mean, if you if you go in there, you can see things from. I mean, you can actually see an real life movie prop. This was a movie prop that was used in in the films uh, of C-3PO and R2-D2. Now, Anthony Daniels, being Anthony Daniels, and never misses an opportunity to voice C-3PO, actually recorded the lines for the Disneyland version, the Disney World version, and the Disney Paris version. Because he can speak French. He's a protocol droid. He's yeah, he should to. be able to speak French. <laughs> he speaks well, but he can't speak Japanese, so... They had to come and overdub that. Uh, but searching through the searching through the droid room and the the baggage security areas, I mean, you you, you even today, like even in the new queue, you see RX twenty four Rex Captain Rex, the one that we all know and love. Now, a fun backstory about Captain Rex. Question. Yes. How is Rex in two places at the same time now? Rex isn't in the ride anymore. <coughs> Rex isn't in the ride anymore. No, but if he's in there, how is he the DJ? Uh, oh, at Ogus Oga, Canteen. Well, they're they're mm-hmm. droids. They make thousands of them. Look at all the look at all Roger Rogers. They're all the same. Continue. Um, so RX twenty four. Now, originally, this this character, when George created it, he was supposed to be kind of psychotic. So he was going to get you kind of lost on purpose and it was going to be kind of like a horror flight uh <clears throat> but then eisner took a look at it and said hey let's make this a little more family friendly let's make and just it watch f- episode one on that screen it'll be the same <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> let's, let's make it his first day on the job now if you ever got close enough to see like in the first row you would have seen that there was a tag on rx24 on captain rex that says remove before flight you know those like red tags, those red ribbon tags that uh, that pilots have on their on their um, their jump away gear. If you would have removed that, that Star Tours flight would have been perfectly fine. So that's that, that was kind of the uh, the little Easter egg that they put in there that why he was malfunctioning because they hadn't properly set him up. Um. But as you as you go through the baggage security uh, area, you can see you know R R four the uh, the R four droid that broke when uh, when Luke and Uncle Owen went to go pick up some new droids. Um, you can see Admiral Akbar in the queue. He's watching over you. He's the flight controller. Uh, but also he's you can, dead. You can keep an eye out as you go through the security screens for uh, Wally, uh, Mickey ears, Captain EO. Incredible super suit and tons of other Disney references. It's a lot of fun to, to sit there and watch those uh, security droids and watch the baggage droids scan the baggage. Um, there's there's Mary Poppins references. Uh, there's pl- there's you know uh, lots of Star Wars things in there to see. It, it's really you could spend hours in there and not get bored. Now the ride is still like I said, still one of the most advanced. Uh, flight simulator systems in the country despite it being 32 years old uh, the Star Speeder 1000 holds 40 people every 5 minutes this has a capacity, a put through capacity of 2400 people an hour, 
that is one of the highest put throughs on any ride in any park in Disney World. It is, we, we, we call them people eaters for a reason. You have to give the guests something to do. You can't sit there and say, okay, we can, we can just uh, have, have this show going on and have this. You've got to have things. And this is what really saved MGM Studios from the start. When MGM Studios was being planned, there was only two rides to open. And the Backlot Tour, which was a, no, a three-hour tour, mm-hmm. and the Great Movie Ride, which is a 35-minute ride. I want to say Ariel was open too. The oh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. No, I'm talking about rides, not attractions. Rides. Okay. These uh, were the only you may two get rides. Wet. It's a ride. <laughs> Hot. Uh, these are the only two rides available. <laughs> and actually, actually, I think Little Mermaid opened like '93 ish. No, it was open when I went, and that was. I I went for my graduation trip in high school, and that was 92, so it was definitely open then. Okay, so 92. But when studios opened, well, when studios opened in October, or May 1st of 1989, there was only two rides. Star Tours opened up in December of 1989, so it took them a little longer to get this ready. But this really saved this from being like a quarter-day park, because you, you had two rides that were a long long ride. I mean, 35 minutes is a long ride to spend on, on an attraction. Three yeah, hours. If, if, wait, 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 wait. If you did both attractions, that's four hours. That's true. So it's a little bit longer than a quarter day. It's pretty much a half day. Well, the Operating hours for most Disney parks are about 12 to 14 hours a day. Only during the summer months. Right. I mean, you have some, like, Animal Kingdoms open 9 to 7. Well, they're open from 8 to, like, 10 now. Only during the summer. Um, like when we go, they're usually open nine to seven or ten to seven sometimes too. But but this, I mean, this was this gave this gave Disney guests something to do, something quick to do, and you didn't have to wait in a, a tremendously long line. Now even to today, you can still wait up to sixty minutes, which is incredible because uh, it's a very very high put through capacity. Even you know, 32 years after this thing opens, you can still wait up to an hour at some points uh, for Star Tours. It's still a very popular attraction. Well, it's one of the only three rides that are open there right now. This is true. I don't <laughs> so know. We, well, recently, you've ridden it, but the last few times we've been there, we just it was walk on. Yeah. For, well, for the most part, it is walk on because it puts through so many people so quickly. I mean, you don't have many rides with an hourly capacity like this. Um, the last few times we rode it, our cabin wasn't even full. See, I, I mean, we would go at nighttime at 8 o'clock at night, and there's still a pretty decent-sized cabin in there. I mean, 50 or 40 people in there, it's, it's pretty full. Ours was, wasn't, has it been full the last few times we read it? Um, now, uh, like Mikey said, when the, when the ride first originally opened, there was a little bit of a hiccup as to what you were doing. I did a little backstory research on that original, that Death Star scene where you go through the trench run, which, by the way, can we all not admit is one of the coolest things you do on that original ride? I mean... Because it already happened. Doesn't matter. Who well, it's wa- one of the coolest scenes in the movies. Too. Exactly. Who didn't want to do the trench run? I mean, that was awesome. Porkins. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Poor Porkins. Um... But I f- what I found out was the backstory behind that was that the that Death Star was disguised as a uh, habitation Death Star, 
So it was supposed to be a... A life star? A life star, yeah. But it was secretly was a Death Star. So then, then the new Rebel, or the, I guess the Rebel Alliance found that, and they had to destroy that one again. I know, it's, again. it's bad writing, but it's, it's George mm-hmm. Lucas. He's full of it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the best part about this ride is that it is upgradable with no downtime whatsoever. Mikey, when did uh, when did Star Tours one close? Two thousand ten. Earlier this millennium. Two thousand ten. Good answer. Good answer. I want to say twenty ten because that's when they, they had did. their party with the Celebration Five, not the Jackson Five or the Johnny Five, the Celebration Five. It was closed for a hot minute because I want to say they um, upgraded the video. Almost a year it was closed. Did they go yeah. digital? Did they go from... Yes. Okay. And Twelve they five. they got better 3D technology. So it was closed for a good I year. I wouldn't know. I know. Right. It's okay. So it was closed for... Uh, it closed on July 27, 2010. Okay. See, I was close. Yes, you were close. With a... Now, this one had, again, like Adam said, they had to upgrade all of the stuff to digital 3D projection. That took less than one year to do. Since that time, they have upgraded this with eight new scenes. When when Star Tours Adventure continues, um, it opened with 11 different scenes that you could encounter. Uh, And how many do you get on average? You get four different the scenes same on average. Two. <laughs> well, now nah, you get the same two because Jakku is important to. Uh, no, I'm not even talking about Jakku. Crate. <laughs> no, you get fucking Jar Jar Binks every yeah. damn time. Hey, Jar Jar hey, Binks. Hey. Jar Jar Binks is not on trial here, Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the reason why this ride sucks. <laughs> um, but now. I would love a Jar Jar meet and greet. (laughs) (laughs) I would so love that shit, man. I would fast pass that motherfucker. Since May 20th, 2011, it has not actually suffered any downtime to upgrade this ride with seven additional scenes in that time period. So the beauty of this is they can add new scenes. Now, to their detriment, and I'm going to help Tim out, to their detriment, they've added some bad scenes that I don't think really fit the timeline because originally this was supposed to be between episode three and episode four, and it was going to be like a 3.5. So you could encompass new and old trilogy, and then we have future trilogy. I know it's not great, but hear me out. It brings back pod still racing. Fun and There's still fun scenes. The pod racing scene is I still kind of fun. hate pod racing. <laughs> this is no, pod no, racing. Yeah. There's no con- continuity. <laughs> no, there isn't. And and But take it for what it is. It's a fun, thrilling ride through the Star Tours universe going through Hoth, going through Kashyyyk, and you get a Wookiee stuck to your windshield. Uh, like a bug, I guess. Because it, that makes sense. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's fun to go through these these uh, these scenes. I think um, it would have been funnier if it was a little... A Jar Jar Binks stuck to your... A Gungan stuck like to your... Wicket. Screen? No, a couple of porgs. Good. Yeah. The wicket stuck to the screen, man. Now, there's a porg in the intake. <laughs> it, it'd be like uh, a flame up. Star Trek's triples. <laughs> yeah, we're in a You're flat the, spin. The trouble with triples, the problem with porgs. Now, the the uh, 
the no, infinite no. capabilities of this new technology to incorporate 18 different scenes gives you 384 different probable combinations. Again, rideability. We, we talk about not wanting to do the same ride every time. You can go on this and not get the same ride every time. Now, granted, right think. now, you always <laughs> you always end up in Batu because... One would think, if I see that Jar Jar scene <laughs> one more time... Look. Hulu's going to be so hating. You do, you do sometimes get Jar Jar. A but, lot. But the best one is when you get Admiral Akbar and the entire place screams, It's a trap! I don't think I've ever gotten that scene. Oh, I got it once. I've got that I've, one a lot. I've never had the Akbar. Uh, I like the Leia one. It's always nice to see classic Leia. Um, so, again, we talk about some of the benefits that this ride has. Well, you did. Well, I have. <laughs> Mikey... Have you been the Rebel Spy? Uh, yes. Tim, have you been the Rebel Spy? I have. Right Adam, after they have, took away the fucking t-shirt. Adam, have you been the Rebel Spy? Why are you Why are you giving me the finger? Because what does that answer mean? You he haven't. hasn't been. Have not. not been. Do you want to be the Rebel Spy? When they had the shirt, I did. Uh, we know a guy that can make you a shirt. It's not the same. <laughs> the shirt was in the store for six months. Nobody bought it. Yep. Because it was a thing, like, if you were the Rebel Spy, you got the shirt. Well, now. maybe people should have bought the shirt. They would have kept him around. Because you weren't always the Rebel Spy. That's you true. should have got the shirt if you were the Rebel Spy. Just gave it to you. Uh, but th this is one of the great parts, is that there is some interactivity to the ride. It, it, everybody wants to be the Rebel Spy. Who doesn't want to be the Rebel Spy? And when wait, time you out. Are, wait, wait, no, I have to call it bullshit real quick. It's... They take a picture. It's not, I it's don't not know entirely I random. It's not entirely random, but I wouldn't really call it interactive. Well, it's it interactive. gets you engaged in the ride. If you're on that screen, are you not like, Hey, that's me! I'm, on, I'm the Rebel Spy! And then it's over. Right. No, I, yeah, I was when the they had the damn t-shirt. Now it's get, I don't give a fuck. Because it, it means nothing. Oh, it means nothing it means because nothing. Adam gave me the finger. <laughs> no, I gave it the finger because I never was the Rebel No, it means now. nothing because I want my damn shirt. And I want to buy it at Tattooing Traders. So, like I said, it, it gives this sense of I get to be part of that ride and getting to be on the ride. I mean, All right. it's like being that guy. Right, Mikey? But that's one guy or one kid usually out of how many people 40 40 I have some tips and tricks on how to become the rebel spy you would I do um, I, I will not allow those to be entered into evidence at this time without uh, proper um, testing authentication no they had to be uh, authenticated a, uh, 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 discovery <laughs> the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> Words. Um, <laughs> legal jargon, legal jargon, techno babble. Uh, Mikey, I'm going to admit these under the business evidence rule. The two why? <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you do want to be the Rebel Spy, the biggest tip that I can give you is do not put on your glasses until the flight instructor tells you to. Do not, because if you have your glasses on, they ain't going to take a picture of you. Because the flash will fuck. That's right. <laughs> so, 
keep your glasses off until the absolute last moment and make sure you sit in one of the first four rows. That I know. And look straight ahead. And look straight ahead, yes. Unless there's a kid, you're done. You don't even stand a chance. Well, I've seen, I mean, I've seen a number of adults be the Rebel Spy, even when there are kids on board. But yeah, it, it definitely, it, it, it adds a funness to the ride where you, where you get to be part of it. And uh, I've yet to be the Rebel Spy, and I've always wanted to. So. Oh, wait. So, so sir, excuse me. Mm-hmm. You just gave a list of tips. How long have you known these tips? Uh, about 12 hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you haven't tested these... So you these, don't even know... Wait, wait, wait. You haven't wait, tested these theories yourself to prove that they're... Uh, Tim, you can't argue with him only weekend. They were they were tested by other people, <laughs> and they, they swear by them. Business only Mike and I could add to him back. Were these other people, sir, uh, individuals from a place called Reddit? No, they were not from Reddit. <laughs> I don't know what the Reddit is. Reddit. Objection, that's hearsay. <laughs> Can okay, I, I can do that, though, right? <laughs> yeah, no, because it's a debate. It doesn't work the same. <laughs> actually, it's a trial. Actually, Star Trek is on trial here. Tim has a, Tim has a, fa- a very valid objection there. <laughs> uh, they are not hearsay. They are tested by uh, various people in the industry, and by industry, I mean our industry. Uh, who so, in other words, these are not actually Disney cast members, but random podcasters well, who actually have done no critical testing of their own to find a, out if these theories d- are correct. It comes from a Disney historian who... Uh, in which which version of the ride was he testing when he tried this? The, the, the only one that's had the Rebel Spy. And But which with all the nine updates, how do you know that they that hasn't changed? Why, why, why would an update to the scene change that? Why wouldn't it? Well, because they're they're still using the same technology to take the rebel photo from two thousand eleven. Oh wait, but I thought you now. said they upgraded the technology from two thousand eleven to now is the the same photograph technology they use. That hasn't changed. They haven't closed down the ride to do any to do anything like that. So I'm gonna say I think Star Tours <laughs> needs to stay for a number of Your reasons. Face is one, killing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Star Tours needs to stay because one, it is a great attraction with a great entertainment that really that that changes from time to time. You go on this ride. I mean, you don't get the same, the exact same experience. Yes, it is a thrill ride. Yes, it is a motion simulator ride. But at the end of the day, there are some subtle differences from ride to ride, and it keeps coming back and who doesn't like wearing the the pod racing goggles and seeing all this and spectacular 3d mikey i I apologize Uh, this 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 argument isn't helping you one bit with me sir i am cycloptic (laughs) i can wear the goggles all day long i just need a 3d monocle but that doesn't work because you have to see in stereo that's true it's okay. When I wear my contacts, it screws up 3D now, too. It's fun because one prescription is so different than the other. Um, I, I do enjoy the ride, and I do enjoy uh, the gift shop, Tattooing Traders. I don't think this needs to change at all. I think this is going to be a perfect addition to Star Wars Land. While you're riding, you know, while you're waiting for your time on the Millennium Falcon Smothers, Smugglers Run, or when you're waiting for the First Order Rise of the Resistance, I think this is a great addition to the ride, addition to the land. It's going to allow people to still experience Star Wars land uh, while not having to be in the throngs of people in Star Wars land. So Okay. Thank you for your 
well-researched Wikipedia entry that you read to us regarding this attraction. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I am unbiased. Ouch. That was... Mikey, you talk about talk about practical notes here. Okay, I'm sorry. Wookiepedia. Let me give credit where it's due. Look at all of these. Oh, I see that. Four pages of notes. I, I mean, I don't know what that's... That's probably just nothing but hyperlinks. <laughs> Handwritten hyperlinks. I see what you did there, hyperlinks. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> No, uh, actually, Scott, that's that's a lot of a lot of great points that we all knew. I appreciate you bringing them up. Um, <laughs> I hate my job, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's. Uh, you ready for me to blow this shit up? Well, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'm afraid Scott thought that it was like, uh, you know, most points wins. So we had a lot of them. Oh, I got a lot of points. Well, that's Much generally that. how sports works. Right, but sports this hall. is... Uh, not not the if best I'm the best argument wins. It's not more necessarily like the most verbal point. wrestling. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm excited to hear why Tim thinks that we don't need this people eater located outside of Batuu. So, uh, Tim, uh, with the offense, take it away. Well, first, let's talk about this ride vehicle. It's not technically a military-based ride vehicle. Uh-oh. It's based off of a version of a military simulator, but this is it's called Atlas. Advanced Technology Leisure Application Simulator. Disney bought the rights from Rediffusion Simulation in the 80s, and they tweaked it for what they wanted to use it for and patented it for U.S. patent number... 5161104 if you guys want to look that up. When they redid the when they air quotes redid the attraction, they just updated to <coughs> Dolby screens, new Dolby screens, Dolby digital projectors and Dolby sound, which was what all they could do. That's all they needed. The oh wait, no. That's all they that's all they needed. So then why does the Millennium Falcon ride get a whole new ride system developed by Epic Games and Nvidia? They developed this whole projection system running off of the new Quadro P6000 GPUs, eight per ride vehicle. Was that around in 2011? No, which is, it's okay. old technology. Okay. It's old technology that's gone. Right. It's, Rest it's, my case. It's garbage. Well, no, no, no. You can't argue back. We didn't let him argue back. It's, but it's I have. So you're saying. Technology. But you're saying is that where it's not top of the line anymore. Right. The, the, the display may be, but the actual ride vehicle itself is not. Nothing. The display's not even top of the line anymore. Well, I mean, my TV... Uh, you don't don't know no arguing? My TV from seven years <laughs> ago. <laughs> He's editing this. He, he telling him he's bad. He cannot is argue. It's not fair if I yelled at Tim for doing it. That's true. He can argue tomorrow morning, record it, and throw it in there. No, That's I have more, Mikey. I have more integrity than that. He just cuts Tim's out all the time. I don't know. Your audio got lost. <laughs> <laughs> you only had one point. You only had one valid point. I win. 
I'll put the three sheets hold music in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's not even talk about the Q. I mean, the best thing about the Q is the C3PO animatronic. You have leftover repurposed geese animatronics that they turned into droids by just stripping the fucking skin off of them. I mean, how creepy is that? I don't know, Tim. How <laughs> creepy is it? It's so pretty creepy. creepy. <laughs> it's pretty fucking creepy. Yes, <laughs> it's so creepy that bird don't fly. No, it What's that? all I got? Noise. I got a I fucking get... cricket in the garage right now, Adam. Okay. It's pissing me off. Oh, it sounded like a bearings on a fan or something. Nope, nope. Oh That's why I was I unplugged my headphones a minute ago and was like, oh god, my air conditioner blown up and I'm trying to frame a room around it. But nope. Nope, got a fucking cricket in the garage. Hey, at least it's not a frog. Yeah. Fun fact, if you if if you count how many times they chirp in a minute and add thirty five, that'll tell you the temperature. Oh, is that how that works? Good luck. Yeah, with but that. with Scott's be... math. Then you have to divide by two and the percentage of 20. And convert to Celsius. <laughs> is that an Arkansas thing? <laughs> what? Calvin, Scott actually. Man? Oh, Calvin, no, Calvin. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. We're t- we talking Calvin. Calvin? Is that we're going to absolute zero? Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about the location of this ride. Between Star Tours and Galaxy's Edge, you have a whole, what Disney's now calling the whole Grand Avenue section of Hollywood Studios. You got Muppets Vision 3D, Pizza Rizzo, Mama Melrose, and Baseline. The only thing I see staying in this area after Batu opens is Baseline. I think everything from Star Tours on is going to close and change. Oh, I agree. Baseline will become the uh, the Star Tours uh, alehouse. It will not. Mm, no, I, I don't think, think so. You actually think people are going to come out of Galaxy's Edge to... to Walk oh, through. I, th- I think this entire area. Scott. No, no, no. To be fair, Tim, I think this entire Muppet Vision Grand Avenue area will be replaced. Maybe it's south of Grand Avenue will be replaced by Star Tours or by no, Star Wars. I, no. Why would they would put? The, why would they put that, the gates but... of Galaxy's Edge yeah. south of Muppet Vision then? Yeah, temporary. It's not, it's not. Nope. It's not gonna. Not gonna fly. All Gentlemen, this is, this is not a free-form discussion. It's a moderated debate. Tim, carry on. Scott, <laughs> I will have your remarks stricken from the record. Okay. Susan, stricken those remarks from the record. They are stricken. Where it is, where it is now, Star Tours sticks out like a red-headed stepchild at a family reunion. Sorry, Mikey. I do. <laughs> it, it just doesn't just fit anymore where it is. Mashed potatoes. It's old technology. It's it's not a people eater anymore. It doesn't. It's never full. I mean... You can you can catch, we 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 caught a fast no. pass on the fly, while we were sitting at baseline with the D- Nam Dukes. It was full after the Star Wars races. Well, everybody's on a Star Wars high, but that's one weekend a year. Okay, now I have a question for is are your is your argument done? Yeah, that's all I need. I think. Okay. <laughs> so now I have a question for Scott. You said that this this attraction will be able to be fully integrated into Batu, right? I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Now, you know that the original Star Tours, even the outside area, was built so that it kind of looked like a yes, stage set. It still is. It's so still is. that would actually kind of take you out of Batu 
if it's supposed to look like a stage head, if you walk around the legs and you see the tech part. Right. I think the if if they are if they intend to keep this uh, as part of Batu and as part of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which I fully believe in my heart of hearts that Muppet Vision, Pizza Rizzo, Mava Melrose all go away. That whole area south of Tatooine Alley will go and be part of Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge at some point in the near future. Probably not three years, probably not five years, but in the next ten years I believe that they will get rid of all of this and extend Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to the edge uh, or to the point of entry into a Star Tours. It, it would take an upgrade to the queue, but once you've uh, once you've taken out <coughs> the Muppet Vision area, because quite frankly it's it's time to go, take that out you can close Star Tours for uh, eight month refurbishment to redo the queue or to redo that entry point into the queue because this could be your arrival into Batu. This could be your star, your spaceport into okay. Batu. The only problem is with that is the storyline. Right. Well, at the end of it, That's you still you still problem. arrive at Batu at, at the end of the ride. So uh, yeah, the storyline is going to kind of fuck up, but. Uh, when has George Lucas ever cared about storylines? Well, th- but that's the problem. No longer a George Lucas problem. No longer George Lucas's problem. That's exactly. why it's no longer Disney. George Lucas's problem. When- that's why all the books have been written out of canon. <laughs> when has Kathleen Kennedy ever cared about storyline? She cares about continuity. She, she cares, cares about, about Dala. She cares about no, she Dala. Yeah, but she she's, she's very strict. They are on point with continuity right now. Mm. I think the writing. Why- is a- I-, I think the writing is is good. Not great. For what? The, the movies. All right, talking about the continuity timeline. I'm not talking about... Um, we're not debating the movies oh, and no, the no. writing in the movies. I, I was just talking about the writing for the movies. I think, I think it needs no, a little help. Take that out. Okay. Don't need... We're not... I'm talking about, like, from a continuity standpoint, Star Tours never really made much sense. But I, I, I do think... At the beginning, it did. But when they started splicing together all the different scenes... There's a huge disconnect as to what happened, as to what didn't happen. You're in one right. spot, then you're in the next spot. Yes, I understand you're getting snapshots, but from a story-driven land, that kind of attraction does not everything, fit. And how do you make that fit? Everything about Star Tours makes sense until you get the Kylo Ren First Order uh, scenes in the front. Because technically Kylo Ren is far into the future. This is supposed to be three to four. In between three and four, but that's gone. I know that. I know that. Um, it's it still could be used in in uh, in conjunction with uh, in conjunction with with Star Tours Galaxy's Edge. I well, do believe it's not even that. When you bring in the prequels, mm-hmm. when you, you you see Amidala's ship go by, and then you're with Vader. That doesn't well, make no, sense either. No, then you're pod racing with issue. young Anakin. See, the, uh, well, you're not pod racing with young Anakin. He's not there. No, but I'm talking about when um, you get to Coruscant. No, Naboo. Naboo. Naboo, and her ship flies off. Right. So that's according to according to the writers. That is the oh boy. That is after like the remnants of the Trade Federation at the end of Episode that's Three. That's her ship. I know. Though. I know it is. But this is what they tell you. And if you're if you're a Star Wars nerd, you have to you have to accept it. I don't I, because it, it's a it's a huge continuity issue written after the fact. I feel, but I th- I think that they could keep this with a small eight month 
nine-month uh, shutdown for uh, refurbishment to just really the front part of the queue. That walk-in when you get through there and it says, like, well, they would, hot set and uh, it's got the the scenery. Um, and the AT-AT has to go. Yeah, it would have to go. But that's fine. You because could, you you're going to have full-size AT-ATs now. No, you could turn that into this – that you could turn that into – uh, the entryway into the spaceport. This could be your your Batu spaceport, where you get in and get into Batu, and then you okay. could even craft an I exit. Have another issue on the opposite side. We all side. know that, but we all know the hotel is coming. Correct. So if your entryway is there, how are the hotel people going to enter? Well, because that's a docked ship. And then you enter into the, into Star Wars Land, and you enter. You could enter. So would you pretty much kind of force people to have to ride through this transaction to gain entry into the rest of the land? No, you don't have to force people. But that's there's there you know there's w- different ways into a, a land. You could arrive by shuttle, uh, where you land at, at this spaceport. I'm pretty sure you can ride by boat unless you're doing the Starship Titanic. <laughs> well, that would be a uh, icy space ride. Poseidon. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Let it go. Never mind. It was a bad video game reference that nobody knows of. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> and a book. And it was a book. Uh, but you could you could arrive via land. You could arrive via air. Uh, you could arrive... Um, How are you going to arrive at a space station by land? Well, well, no, because you walk into Galaxy's Edge. You could you could arrive via land. You could walk into the Galaxy's Edge. In space. No, no, you walk in through any well, of the... Well, I mean, ways. Adam, the only way to get there is to walk from fucking whatever you were just doing to Galaxy's no, but, Edge. But so there is a suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. But there's transition there, too. There will be a transition, at least. At least from what I read. I don't know. I haven't been there yet. I, I, don't, I don't foresee Disney taking any more of the existing park up for Galaxy's Edge. I really don't. Oh, I do. Uh, especially after what's going on in California. Yeah. I do. I think Muppet Vision is uh, days or numbered. Oh, oh Muppet, it, it, Muppet Vision is days are definitely numbered, but they're not turning into anything Star Wars. I can, I, Muppet I can, Vision's I days were numbered right when they changed the marquee. Uh, once we're done with it, I believe we can convince them to make that Star Wars. No, in other words, steal my ideas again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Oh, wait, one, one other thing. Uh, Tim, how dare you? How dare you disrespect Patrick Warburton? That goose droid, voiced by Patrick Warburton, is legend. It's, it's horrible. No, it's not. It is kind of creepy. It is wonderful. They're, They're leftover America's I mean, It was a cheap cop-out way to, to add animatronics is what it was. Yeah. yeah. But that's what Disney does. Look at, look at Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain is all repurposed animatronics. Oh, yes. Choose another one of favorite uh, Tim Ryan. Splash Mountain is horrible, too. an argument with Tim. <laughs> You know what's funny? When we were um, in Hot Springs two weeks ago, we walked through downtown Hot Springs and we passed some random store that I think was selling soap. I don't know. But they had an animatronic in the window singing a song that looked like... It looked like Br'er Fox. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looked head-to-toe Br'er Fox. But it was a hundred times better than any of the Br'er Foxes on that Mm -hmm. attraction. And you can find it in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And he's singing about drinking moonshine. Well, in a wash tub. Well, Mikey, hmm. that that animatronic's not in a water-rich environment, three hundred sixty-five days a year. How do you do? That I'm, is, just, I'm just saying. Not I'm, to not to go on a tangent, but that's a really tough ride to maintain. Also on a tangent, no. I know, right? Well, that's why it goes down I'm for a person like twice a year. It's not even in a theme park. I'm just. It's just you know. 
Why are we talking about this? I don't know. You brought it, you up. Brought it up. Yeah, you brought it up. <laughs> Susan, I want the last five minutes stricken from the record. I want them stricken. <laughs> Ignore my colloquy. All right. I'd... So, Tim. Do you want my colloquy, You made Susan? legitimate reasons to get rid of the retraction, but the easy updatability factor of this holds some merit. If they updated the movies to make it more in line with what they're building, would that make it better? I don't think so. I think once the people see the technology of the Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, and the Escape from the Resistance, or whatever the other attraction name is, this is going to look horribly outdated and just horribly old, no matter what you do to the movie. Because I won't lie to you, my real true issue with it is the storyline factor. I enjoy the attraction. But for me, if I'm going to have this totally theme land that's supposed to put me in a time period in a galaxy or in any kind of timeline, this would take me so totally out of it because it doesn't make sense. Oh, absolutely. The way it is right now, it does not make sense. And that's the whole point of this was the way it is now. So right, even Mikey? even with... Star Tour or Star Wars Galaxy's Edge open right now in Disneyland. Star Tours The Adventures continues at Disneyland right now at 7.27 p.m. is a 25-minute wait. That's nothing. That's st- I mean, um, you, you still, you got a you got a huge throughput capacity on a local park. On a Well, the thing Monday. is you also have to be careful with I mean, they're Disneyland they're because it's it's on the totally opposite. I don't think it's as close as it is to the Batu version of Di- the Disneyland's Batu. I mean, I'll, I'll, let me put it this way: some of the peak wait times over the last year <coughs> have been upwards of 135 minutes. Right, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that this is far enough away that it can exist on its own. Yes, yeah, it is on the opposite side of the park, but... So, that that's it's sort of like having how they have Toy Story Land and the few things that they have in Future World. Well, it would be... Like, you have Bud Reed... Well, I mean, if you look at Space Ranger Spin... No, because those are different parks. If you were to do, like, the... If you were to replace Country Bears with Woody's Marionette, would that have an effect on Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin? No. But it's not the same story right. either. It's this is a continuative story. This is this is a story that they're literally it's literally around the corner you, from. You know what? It, this is honestly something we've never seen in a in a theme park uh, where there are two separate rides in close proximity to each other cuz uh, you could have said that for Toy Story Mania, but Toy Story Mania got folded into uh, Toy Story Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they moved and the entrance queue. And everything. Yeah, and they moved the queue to be part of that. See, this is going to be something we've never seen before uh, until Disneyland did it with Star Tours The Adventures Continue and have Galaxy's Edge and Star Tours in the same park. Well, but you see, also the Star Tours in California doesn't have this big facade outside. Right. It. No, it's, it's literally a sign. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like Buzz Lightyear's space would just been from the outside. Yeah, it, it's, it's not like there's this whole big... Like pretty much set built for it. It's just a doorway. Yeah, no. It, Whereas it is. this is a major area. 
They have a nice big mural. Um, I, I've never been to Disneyland. <laughs> Seems dangerous. Moving on. <laughs> Strike it from the record. Donna. <laughs> Susan. Whatever. <laughs> I do believe that this ride can coexist with Batu, And uh, we'll see. I, I don't see them closing this anytime soon. Well, here's what I see. I see... Uh, th- us opening this up for the behind closed doors debate between Adam and myself Mm -hmm. while we discuss how we're going to tell you guys that it's going away. Okay. Tim and I are going to go drink some, (laughs) drink some alcoholic (laughs) garbages then. Do we get closing, closing rebuttals, closing remarks at all? I thought we just closed with rebuttals. Adam, just asking questions. I asked some questions. Mikey, do you have any questions? Uh, I don't. Okay, fair enough. Then, closing remarks since Scott started. Tim, take it away. As it stands now, Star Tours, to me, seems like uh, just a four-minute-long commercial for the movies. That's all it is. With your seats move. That's about it. So, as it's now, I don't think it's long for this world. I think Disney's definitely going to change it. It's going to become some inside-out fucking ride. And fold into whatever Grand Avenue is going to become, I don't see it becoming a part of the Batu universe. I have a quick question before I forget. Um, isn't, aren't the same vehicles used for Body Wars? Was, yes. Same vehicles we were used for Body Wars. Different programming, which made them much more herky-jerky. They were more jerky, yes. herky-jerky, yeah. but um, it was still the same. So that, same I mean, exact that technology for... is long in the tooth. The company that actually makes them is no longer around anymore. It's bought out by Hughes, and they only do military installations now. Huh? That's one. So if this thing actually does die... Well, Disney, they, they patented their version, so I'm sure they have ways of repairing it and okay. rebuilding it. Fair enough. All right, Scott, is that the end? Yeah. All right, Scott, yeah, it's you. Well, look, as a... Uh, as one of the people, one of the 30 million people who have watched teasers for Star for Star Wars Episode Nine, I'll gladly call this a preview for the movies, and I'll gladly sit through a preview for the movies when it's me involved in it. So, uh, yes, gladly have that. Um, I love this ride. I think it is a fun entry into the Star Wars universe. You get to be a part of it. You get to experience the thrill. Uh, of racing through Tatooine, of uh, avoiding glaciers in Hoth, and uh, pilot, you know, f- flying with the Millennium Falcon over Jakku. I really do enjoy this ride immensely. So, uh, until you I, get to f- actually fly, the Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoy it, and I will gladly ride it every time. And it, guess what? If it's a ten-minute wait, I'll I'll wait ten minutes, and I will go through it time and time again. And I'll ride it four or five times over. At 10 minutes. Okay. At what point do you not wait for it? 35 minutes. Okay. What's the longest you'll wait for any attraction? About 35 minutes. I don't like to wait for rides. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. No, I just, I, to I, get a I think, frame of reference. I think if, for a frame of reference, I think most rides at Disney, save for Toy Story, um, Slinky Dog Dash, and Flight of Passage, I think those are probably 60 minute waits. But that's about where my cap is. All right, fair enough. It's a long time in the sun for Toy Story. For Slinky. Yeah. They put those, it, they put those umbrellas up. Though. Yeah, they got umbrellas up. Mm. 
They get umbrellas. Phone. Umbrellas. We, we, we... You can get adult beverages if you have yeah. friends who are yeah. waiting in line with we you. We do that at night, and what you do is you go right before closing, and it's even a 45-minute wait is not bad for that at night. Don't do it in the daytime. Or you'll get online somebody mobile orders some adult lemonades. Yes. Pro and tip. And then you just Pro go tip. pick them up and get back mm-hmm. in line. All right. So you guys get to deliberate now? Yes, we're going to deliberate. We're going to be deliberate. So I got to actually got to get up and leave, or do we just mute? Or you just take your headphones out and oh. and don't unplug them like a dickhead. Trust me, though. Take them off, Scott. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he looks really angry now. <laughs> he does. We got to get right in front of our microphone so he can't read our lips. <laughs> Except your microphone's cockeyed to your camera, so we can. Yeah, so that's not gonna work. Talk out of one side of your mouth like Uh, a stroke victim. Yeah, that's really uncomfortable. I don't think. I know, but you but but you look like Drew Barrymore because she kind of talks out of one side of her mouth. (laughs) She does. I know she does. It annoys me. She did a lot of drugs. She did like a lot, a lot of drugs. Back in the Poison Ivy, Tom's. Okay then. Well, I guess we'll. I guess, well, I ain't got to be quiet. No, I have to be quiet because I don't know how to be quiet. Okay, so um, Scott did his research and he brought to, he brought a very very good, as best you can put together, argument for something that is indeed old. I don't think it's a bad attraction. I don't either. I still enjoy it. Now, granted, um. We had a fast pass for it our first time, and we walked onto it, and then fast passed right back onto it again, with with no issues. So I mean, but that was that year, twenty fourteen, September twenty fourteen. Fucking was like the year to get on everything at Disney World, apparently, because we never had to wait for anything. Um, but I still, I mean, even though um, the system, as old as it is, I still felt like the simulation of me, you know, flying forward and being pinned in the back of my seat. I still kind of felt like that was what was going on. It was timed well with the with with the video that was being, you know, shown in front of me. I I see my problem is is that we have another simulator that just opened. That yeah. is going to from what oh, from what I'm hearing is going to blow this one out of the water. I, I mean, I'm I'm on the fence with it just because I, I know what my complaint will be on Smuggler's Run. I know what my complaint's going to be, so I'll just do my best. What is it? Well, any every video I've seen of somebody being the pilot or the co-pilot or the engineer or whatever the hell they're doing, they got two pilots. Okay, you got one person running the the. The up and downs, and someone's on the left and rights, I guess. I don't know. Looking at how free those sticks move, it's there's the, it's not registering like a full um, analog uh, from from point zero here to ninety over there. It's I think it's either all or nothing. Well, that's mo- I mean, you have to understand it's also dumbed down a bit. I know, but damn it, if I'm over there flying it, I want to be able to only turn that rod to like 25 degrees to the left to, to I mean I want I want it to, I want it to feel like a joystick even if it has some type of feedback or or if it's not uh, not free floating I, I want there to be some 
some uh, some restriction to its movement, but everything I've seen, it, 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 it just flops back and forth like a fucking carnival ride, and that's going to be my bitch about it. That's going to be my bitch. If I end up as a pilot, and I'm doing that, and I'm just slinging the this, this stick left and right like crazy, and the ship isn't slinging left and right, I'm going to bitch. I'm bitching now, and I haven't even done it. Okay, so Bikey cannot be the pilot because I don't want to hear him bit. I'm going to bitch. And you know what? When I watch these heifers in the the videos and they're doing it, they're just, it's like, oh my God, I'd hate to be your boyfriend right now because you don't know how to handle a stick. Oh no. All right, but but my argument is is that this simulator is going to blow this simulator out of the water. Just a video and like interactiveness because he brought up the point of being interactive a lot. This is truly interactive, even if it's not as interactive as you want it to be when it comes to, like, a video game response. It's still pretty damn interactive. Yeah, um... I have a... I mean, I'm also of the mindset of... Do we have to think of this as, as, you know, Smuggler's Run is not part of the evidence for Tim? Because... That's kind of what it sounds like. Like we're we're debating this attraction based on what we hear about another attraction. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, well, you can take it even like something that we've all done already. When you look at um, Navi, the, yeah, that's a simulator. Are you on know, flight of passage? Flight of passage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a simulator. Yeah, it is. And that blows this well out of the water. I, I, but I, I think it's... And you have like the little interactive when you move around a bit and you get paired with the your... show yeah. Yeah, well, so I mean... All that's doing is selling the fact that, yeah, you are in a room with 30 other people side by side by side strapping into this thing that you know going into is fake. What they're doing is they're selling you on the fact that we didn't make it look like you were riding... A living, right. breathing creature. Where we're letting, we're, but that's we're, still we're, a better simulator. It is. It is, and and that's where the, at, at the same time, it's also. I mean, in in that regard, kind of, sort of, Soren's a simulator. It is. It's supposed to simulate you hand gliding. That the, the whole, pro, the whole idea of Soren is you're supposed to be on a hand glider, and it's simulating you hand gliding through these. Well, when I was California, California, sure. when I was... So, I mean, the original concept of the ride, you were hand gliding through different areas of California. So, it's a simulator. And that's still... It's not as interactive. There's not that interactive aspect of it. But it's still a decent simulator. I, I, it's on par, at least. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think... I don't know. I'm... Between the two arguments, because we have to do this impartially on on our own feelings for the ride. Between the two arguments, neither argument held up. Um, Scott bombarded me with facts. Right? Yeah, Scott made his own show. Like I said, I had some history, and he went ahead and said, oh yeah, but I got more. Which is fine. He did a lot of facts, but there was no... He had it on paper. There was no defense of the attraction. It well, was a lot of. I mean, I mean, facts. Don't make a def. <laughs> yes, I could have looked all that up too, but there's no. 
It's nothing making me keep it from the fact list that he gave me. And Tim's um, disdain. <laughs> For lack of a better word. I mean, I, th- I, you know, I think that when it all comes down to between the two... Uh, the, the the two master debaters that we had. Did you just call them master beaters? I did. I did. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen Tim fish. <laughs> he caught more than me, so I'm just a... Uh, um, I'm a journeyman baiter. <laughs> and he's a master baiter. Shan's an apprentice baiter. Um... I mean, I don't want to say it's a hung jury, but I, I, I think what it is is we can't, we can't side with either the defense or the offense. I agree. Really, here it's uh, what? What do they call that in the legal system? A mistrial? Hung. <laughs> they call it hung. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Then we can. Well, we'll let them know. We'll come back and we'll uh, announce right. both of them that we are we are well hung over this situation. Sounds good. I like that answer. Scott, you have a very, as I said, well-researched and well-thought-out defense for this attraction. You absolutely came to bat for it, and no one can fault you for that. Um, The the facts you gave us... Were factual. Were uh, satisfactual, (laughs) even. Uh, Again, with the... uh, Slash mouth references. <laughs> Tim just doesn't like it. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I do like the ride. I just don't think it has a place anymore. Um, he had the Reader's Digest condensed version of reasons Star Tours should uh, should should go away. Uh, and after much, well, okay, like seven eight minutes of deliberation between <laughs> Adam and I, it's a lot where we. A- where we actually talked about the subject for two of those seven or eight yes, minutes. <laughs> After um, getting yelled at by Tim yes. that I was being too loud. Because I could hear what they were saying. He put my we headphones were, we, off. We were, we were literally talking about strokes, Drew Barrymore, and drug abuse. So. <laughs> it happens. It does. Um, we, we, we came to the sudden realization that we are both well hung. <laughs> oh God. In, uh, in this, in this circumstance. And at this time we cannot side oh, with either out. one of you. It's not a cop. It's out. not a cop out. Look, I, you're going to put it to the sheeters. Well, it's no, because they're going to pick to keep it. You can't put it. To, I mean, whatever. Well, we have they to. Might we pick. have to. Because I literally said when we did this, now that we have four hosts, it's most about convincing both of them to get a unanimous yeah. decision before letting it go to the sheeters. And uh, I tried. I you think both we both had- tried. But it, it's a tough decision. It really is. Neither one of your arguments was strong enough. In either way, in my opinion. To independently ex- sway us without us thinking about how we personally exactly. feel about the attraction. Because, again, just like Jungle Cruise, we have to take that and put it away. And, and go based off of the two of you. 
and how you you came about with this. Uh... All right. So then, this this rests upon the Sheeters' opinion. Do they so pop do they pull choose up a to keep Star Wars or do they or Star Tours or do they keep to choose to blow it up? And I think we new? should have them uh, come to jury duty on this, and we pick twelve <laughs> of them. So they don't. So we don't just get a bunch of people. Who's going to be partial enough to pick jurors? Well, that's that's our job, Tim. (laughs) Yeah, you're the voir dire. (laughs) Um, All right, so let me start writing some checks. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So powder keg. So as we as we finish up tonight's show, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have the poll as this drops, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what the cheaters decide. Listen, <clears throat> listen to uh, listen to the debate between Adam and Mikey before you make your decision. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, please do. It's it's we really thought of. It's sure it's it interesting. Was, it goes down a hole that we probably shouldn't have gone. I don't think anyone needs to go down her hole because uh. most everybody. I think Tom Skerritt's been in that hole. <laughs> um, but make sure you listen to their debate and listen to their 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 thoughts on this. And listen to the uh, to the reasons given, so that you can make your informed decision. Don't just don't just click on the poll and don't just say Star Wars is great. Leave it because I love Star Wars. Listen to the debates. Or, or Star Wars doesn't fit anymore because it just doesn't make sense. Because in this it's land. so old. Yeah. It's old. But did you enjoy it? Oh, you did, huh? Hmm. You know what else is old? Jungle Cruise. Betty White. Oh, I enjoy Betty White. I do too. Cloris Leachman. Don't enjoy her as much. I didn't have a problem with her, but she was she was a slutty bitch. So was Betty White. Yeah. She was. I don't know why her last name is White. Don't she? She was silently slutty. (laughs) Oh no. She's never been silent. Listen, I say the only people that we can we can use as jurors are the ones that have actually been on. Smuggler's Run now and can compare the two. Well, no, no because Why? you haven't been on Smuggler's Run. <laughs> I haven't. No, we have. We have. We'll no just leave it up. This take is, it from this there. will be left up to the the masses as a whole. A mass hole. <laughs> <laughs> they, they live in Massachusetts. There's one thing you don't want, and that is let the jury decide. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, I know. You, <laughs> you should have really plea bargained. Bad. You should have plea bargained, Tim. <laughs> Tim, Tim, I'll, I'll offer you a deal right now. Nope. Ten years of Star I'm, I'm Wars. Com- I'm confident that the sheet is going to say this right. Ten years of Star Tours before we break it down. It's not going to be that long. I bet you it will. No. I think once one second phase of uh, Batu opens, going to get That's less than a year away. No way they close this before 51 or 50. No. That oh, no. That, no. It would be shortly after. I, but can't I, we all agree that before we had... Batu and Galaxy's Edge, and before anybody even mentioned the thought of that, when you when, when you kind of went down there and you made that corner or you made that little turn or whatever, and you saw the, the prop ATATs and the speeder and the because right, that's the, all we had. I know, yeah. but man, just seeing that was like, oh, I remember seeing that going. This is great. And my kids got pictures on the speeder. I missed and I the just speeder. Kept looking bike. at those though, those big trees, thinking I feel like I'm kind of you know on Kashyyyk or. Indoor or some tree planet, mm. not Naboo. I miss, which is also covered in che- trees and cheese. The cheese trees. 
That's <laughs> cheese. That, that's what Gungans eat. Primarily, their diet is is cheese. It's it's a cheddar diet. That's kind of interesting since they're a water based. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they milk sea cows. Ew. Too far. <laughs> There's a lie. I really miss the speeder bike. I have a picture of Ethan. I have a picture of Ethan when he's two on the speeder bike, and it's it's something I will treasure forever because he's a big Star Wars fan and he loves Star Wars. They took the speeder bike out. The next thing to go is at at. Yeah, the ad ad's going to be a little more difficult, I think. <laughs> that's it's a, got some foundation underneath it. That's a project. It hasn't stopped them before. No, I didn't say they wouldn't. I'm just like, that's going to take a one of them big honking-ass cranes, probably, and a lot of scrim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of scrim. I don't think it'd be a, cr- a crane, because I think I'm pretty sure that that'll come apart in pieces. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. I think it'd be easy to lift the shit up. I think there's a steel structure that's rooted deep in that ground. Yeah, yeah, but the other stuff should be easy to remove, like the the shell part. Oh yeah, that'll that'll be easier to remove. And they have to uh, cut the, the steel framing at the bottom. And then you pick it up for like twelve hundred bucks at Backlot Express or something like nah, that. Nah, they'll make pins out of that shit. They will. They'll cut it up in little squares and they'll they'll make pins out of it. You, you don't have no. a Captain EO pin? No. no. I love Captain EO. I do. I love Captain EO. Captain EO is awesome. You would too. Bring it back. Bring back Captain EO. <laughs> no. Tim. Captain EO is no, literally no, dead. No. No. Tim, no. Tim. I think. I think no. next time we attraction battle Captain EO, how awesome it is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't Which think we can attraction battle at attraction that's not there. And never coming back again. Oh, just you wait, Adam. I guarantee oh, you'll no. come back for now. Oh, not yeah. after what's going on now. It'll be back. Mm-mm. No, it won't. It's literally, it it's literally popping. Hey, you guys want to watch Captain EO? Pop in that DVD. No, uh, it's a VHS. I think you mean laser disc. <laughs> it's a VHS. Yeah. Laser disc. It's a laser disc. It's man. a beta. The soundtrack is on eight track. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well look. Let's as get the reel to reel going. Get the thirty-five millimeter going. We got some guy <laughs> in the back going, waiting for the. Well, so we can advance hey, the next slide. Originally, that Loves was that job in grade school. Originally, that was shot in seventy millimeter, and so was Star Tours. They probably use the same fucking glasses. Probably do. All right, look. As we finish up tonight's show, probably if you have, if you go to our Facebook group, Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/three-sheets, that's where you'll find the, the the voting poll, the jury pool for. Uh, Star Tours The Adventure Continues Do you want to keep it? Do you want to scrap it? Uh, real simple Make your decision Make your vote Make your vote count Make your voice heard And uh, we'll find out What uh, what our two judges Couldn't come to a decision on I, I like that in th- this, this attraction battle It wasn't a Keep it but fix these things It was either mm-hmm. Tear it well, down that's what, or that's leave it the, the way it is. Yeah. That's the that's way it should the, be. Yeah, that's what the... And, and don't be upset pursuit. that we're hung. We can't all be hung. Not this well. All right. Well, look. If you uh, if you do want to go get your Rebel Spy T-shirt, there is one place you can get that. 
and that's over at www.themagicalmeltdown.com. Uh, the Rebel Spy may be gone from the Tatooine Traders, but it is not uh, it has not lost its heart in the Magical Meltdown. Uh, Mikey, it's there. It's available. Oh, Scott is currently inactive. Make it make it because make it active. Because nobody bought it. Make it active. Make it active. I want to buy it for... This, this is where Scott's research didn't pan out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Does it matter? Yeah, no, it just takes a click. It, it, it will definitely be active when this episode drops. Now, I will say it's not a 100% perfect copycat of the Tattooing Traders. I am the Rebel Spy. copyright trademarks and... It doesn't stop me, but... <laughs> <laughs> Can't hold me down. Well, well how, how many uh, C and Ds do you have now? <laughs> ah, I don't know. Half, start, yeah, half a dozen. It's, it's nine, you know, I, I can flip them pages like 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 Scott with his show notes. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's damned close. Uh, no one, if you walk past somebody, they won't know that you didn't. Where'd you get that? An adult large. <laughs> it's an extra large, bitch. <laughs> Cause we're hung. But make well. sure make sure you get it in the uh, in in the tri blend. It's it's super luxurious. It's soft. I love it. I'm not soft, nor I'm am hung. I luxurious. But I've been known to be super. Thanks for asking. Well, if you uh, <laughs> if you want to go over and get your Rebel Spy T-shirt, even if you haven't been the Rebel Spy, it's still fun to be a Rebel Spy. You just. You're just better than someone who hasn't been discovered yet. I promise you, if you wear that into uh, Batu, you'll probably get some attention from the stormtroopers. This is true. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That might not go too well. Yeah, as long as you don't slap them on the ass, you'll be okay. Yeah, they <laughs> frown upon that. Yeah. Don't touch the cast members. Well, they frown upon it. I, I, I'm surprised because you think they want a little action. Uh, but if you if you do want to uh, support the show, go over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. We're over at uh, we're on the uh, on the podcast app on Podbean. Follow us on Podbean. Subscribe on on iTunes on your podcast app. But make sure you do leave a review, <laughs> leave a rating, so that other Disney fans like you can find the show. If you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we're over at Three Sheets Podcast. If you're in the parks, tag us on Instagram, tag us on uh, on Twitter. Use the hashtag Three Sheets Nation. Put us on your story. I love seeing those. Uh, I'm the only one young enough to to work the gram, so I love I love when I get the notification that's Hey, you you know Three Sheets Podcast has been tagged on. <laughs> On someone's story, we love seeing those. We love seeing you in the parks. We love uh, experiencing the parks with you. So make sure you tag us on Instagram. But if you really want to interact with the uh, the Three Sheets Nation, the only place to do that is at our Facebook group, Facebook.com/group/Three Sheets. That's the best place for you to become part of Three Sheets Nation. Uh, come hang out with us there. If you fr- have friends that love Disney as much as you do, make sure you invite them to join Three Sheets Nation. But also answer all of the questions uh we know you invite people we we love seeing that you invite people to become part of three sheets nation but tell them tell them there are questions tell them to answer all three of them scroll down all the way make sure you see them all make sure you answer them all because if we if we see one or two we don't know if you really want to be part of this but if we see all three we know you're into it we know you're into that lifestyle I hope you like pineapples, because it's kind of a thing here. Yeah, pineapples are a thing. <laughs> Memes are a thing. 
The three sheeters love memes. Memes. Let's, yep, they will beat that fucking dead horse. Yeah, guys, love the love the memes. I don't get me wrong. I love the memes. Let's see your no. Disney picks. Let's see your drink picks. Show us the D. Show us the Disney. D. No, no. Show no, us some Disney. Don't dicks. show us the D on well, Facebook. Well, show thank us you. the only D. Disney dicks. Yeah, show and us the D split, as long I mean, as that, it's, uh, it's a sculpted plaster um, D in Morocco. We that used to those. have a bush, but much like myself. Well, they trimmed it so the wall looks bigger. Well, kind <laughs> <laughs> of like when I suck my gut in. Yeah, you know what? I, I noticed that it, it's weird. Hashtag Dicky Do. <laughs> it's weird that wall looks the wall it's looks bigger all of a sudden. It's amazing. I'm all about the girth. That, you know what? If you shave it, if you shave that tree, if you cut that tree down, it's just going to grow back bigger Don't and Don't cut and the tree down. Trim it. If you trim the tree, it's going to just come back larger and bigger and thicker. I don't... Like a Christmas tree? Yeah, could be. I put some jingle balls on, like I guess. a Hanukkah bush? Ho, ho, ho. Oh. It's magic. You know. Um, but, but definitely come hang out with us at Three Sheet Station. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun there. It really is. So that's where he said definitely make out with us at Three Sheets Nation. That's what I heard. Definitely hang out. <laughs> I heard hang. Scott spinning the bottle. We're doing seven seconds in heaven. <laughs> oh no! It's seven minutes, Mikey. Don't sell me short. <laughs> you said short. <laughs> it's funny because it's Scott Mass. So that's three minutes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Math, So it's eight inches. <laughs> Oh, whoa, no. whoa! <laughs> that escalated quickly. I did. <laughs> but um, bub. <laughs> Damn, Mikey. But did it really escalate? Did it? <laughs> I, 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 if you're saying eight inches, it de-escalated. Depends okay. on who you ask. <laughs> oh shit. Um. So tonight. <laughs> Mikey, give me some closing remarks as you emasculate my manhood. Go, Scott, you fold your laundry. Of course I do. Who else is going to fold my laundry? Sometimes you do. Don't there's a mountain of it behind you. Are you burning your candle tonight? No. No, no candles <laughs> okay. tonight. All right, then. Because you need my help to emasculate your masculinity. Um, buy some shit at themagicalmeltdown.com. Hurry, before I get seasoned assisted with this rebel spy business that I've been coerced into re 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 releasing. And Big Summer Blowout. Oh, I will say this. Uh, got a lot of cool stuff in line for Big Summer Blowout. If you were all there last year for the sheet up, maybe y'all walked out with some swag. Uh, you just wait. You just fucking wait this year. Uh, Mikey, because Mikey says, hold my beer. Uh, yeah, well, hold my bourbon. Um, I, <laughs> Whoa. I can be bribed. I'm, I I will not hold your bourbon. I'll I'll drink your bourbon. I'm not gonna hold it. I'm looking yeah. forward to it to see what uh, this year's poker chips are gonna be. Uh, <laughs> I've already sent off three versions to my Bermudan artisan to begin uh, pressing, and the third one seems to be the one he wants to go with. So that's already done. Awesome. All right. So poker chip marked off. Next up, a big sort of blowout shirt for everybody to wear and be recognized in in the parks. 
as we draw near to Big Summer Blowout, make sure you, uh, if you haven't, if you haven't checked it out yet, get into it. It's pretty awesome. All right, hey, we're so coming up on it. We're coming up on Fast Pass Day. That's right. Yeah, Fast Pass Day is what eight days away. Everybody's arriving at a different yeah. date, so I have no idea. <laughs> it's within a ten-day mark. The official, from, from the official yeah. start of Big Summer Blowout is. It would be the Wednesday. Wednesday. No, no, the 18th. no, that because I land, I get there Monday, so yeah. like everything's all kind of out of whack. All right, so Adam, <laughs> give me some closing remarks tonight. All right, like we said, the big summer blowout is coming up. There will be another little bit different roll call because we're kind of trying to figure out who's actually all going. So if you are going, please respond that you are going either in the group, in the event page, where we have the invite list going. Maybe a little something special in the works. So we're just trying to get an actual physical head count to and figure out who actually is all attending. Also, there will be shortly coming out, probably within the next week or so, probably one of the last final roll calls to see if we have any open spaces left for the dinner at Whispering Canyon. Don't forget your prom outfits, and it's going to be an amazing time. It's going to be lit. <laughs> and for those that don't know, where is prom? That's the only... The only it's on the page. Yeah. Okay. Look it up. Yeah. There you go. Just like you Find it. If you want to enjoy prom... Be there prom, or be square. L seven. Make sure that you uh, dance your dance the night away. I hope somebody shows up with a couple of BMX bikes. Oh, like rad? Not rad. I don't know yes. if you can get those into the venue. Send me. That, yeah. I don't think you can get any more eighties prom. Send me. Showing up with some BMX bikes and then oh, trying you to just watch. Hold a beer. Hold a beer. I want somebody to have the flock of seagulls hair. Oh, <laughs> Scott? No, you're not going to be there. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be there. I, I, some, hey, someone's got to look after the studio. It's the last time we all went down there. Uh, yeah, insurance and uh, monies and... What are you talking about? I didn't go that time. The last time we all went down to Disney World, we, we left the studio oh. wreck. Well, one of us left the studio wreck. Again, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't there. Well, you left, Mikey. Okay, so then Mikey, I... we had we left him to turn off the lights, and who puts a light switch there? <laughs> I mean, I swear <laughs> to God. And you know what? Thankfully, we've relocated studios, and we no longer have to use that particular place. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, we had no choice. We kind of got evicted from that one. <laughs> we did. <laughs> We did get evicted from that studio. But we have the new studio. It's nice. Uh, and, and then that got raided. What studio got raided? I don't know. The one that had Dr. Doolittle in it. <laughs> yeah. There was a studio there? <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, don't mind Jeeves Jr. He's still, he's still drunk. All right, Tim, give me some closing remarks tonight. I'm going to be a little self-servient and say, R2, do not disarm the laser cannons. Blow this bitch up. Mm. <laughs> hey, don't cut that, Scott. I won't. <laughs> I have I have artist integrity. I won't cut that. I don't cut anything that makes sense. I cut shit that doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, How God, do we even have, have a podcast? I was <laughs> <laughs> just going to say. How is it not two hours worth of silence? <laughs> <laughs> and background music. <laughs> 
Uh, well, look, I want to say as we as we wrap up tonight's show, it was a lot of fun doing the intra- the attraction battle. Um, Tim, well, well done. Congrats to you. You you made a great argument. Um, he already thinks he won this guy. No, I, I'm <laughs> I'm reaching across the aisle and saying thank you for for a good argument. Thank you for thank you for not just saying you're wrong. You're stupid for this. Yeah, Tim, thank you for your time. Your opinion matters, Scott. Well, this time. I appreciate that. Even though so it's wrong yours. and it's stupid. <laughs> no, we, we got rid of that guy. Yeah. Um, but I will say, definitely, Sheeters, go to the go to the Facebook page. But before you vote, make sure you listen to the arguments. Make sure you check it out. And make sure you hear us out before you just vote based on your blind, uh, am- your blind love for Star Wars. I mean, look... We Wouldn't all, they have listened to the episode uh-huh. already if they got to this part? Right, but they, well, maybe yeah, they but, haven't but remember, voted. Scott likes the attraction, so continuity doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Understood. And it's Scott time. <laughs> Scott, Scott time. Max, Scott's Scott Scott time. It's, it works. <laughs> a, We're in Scotty's I'm time, world. I'm a time lord. 12 lovely okay. days and three short nights. <laughs> Long and short of it, I'm a time lord. I don't need sleep. I, I don't eat. Don't. Don't. Well, I do, so let's wrap this don't up. Don't shave. I'll get the message, Mikey, <laughs> episode 108's ready to drop. Scott, that's not how it works. <laughs> um, I will say, as uh, as we get close to Big Summer Blowout, make sure you guys go check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the three the three of these guys are going to be awesome to hang out with. You're, you're not going to have a bad time. I promise you. So... From all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time, this time, and until next time. So long for just a while. And thank you!